0: Well, welcome everyone to another edition of the Destination Polaris podcast. And I must say, Alexa, this particular podcast is probably one of my favorites of the year because we are talking about brand new products. So this is uh, Christmas in July. It's like a kid
1: (laughs) on Christmas morning. We are running down in our pajamas right now. Let's go.
0: Right. right. What are we going to open up? What do we open up? So we have brought on a couple of guys from the Polaris Ranger ORV team. We've got Matt Mukamella and we've got Chris Hendricks, the product managers for the Ranger team. And they are going to be talking about all the new and exciting things happening on the Ranger side of things. Guys, welcome.
2: Thanks for having us. Looking forward to it. It's like Christmas in July for us too. <laughs> we work on these things for a long time and it's it's very exciting to share them with you.
1: Yeah, I bet it's got to be just kind of like... You can't wait to share this with the world, but you've had to keep it under wraps for a long time,
0: right?
3: Exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's it can some... be hard to keep a secret. <laughs>
0: <laughs> some of these things, and we'll get to it here real quick, but some of these things you guys have been working on for years, this is not just a three-month, six-month sort of thing.
2: Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Our new midsize Ranger has been in the works uh, for quite a long time, somewhere between one and two years in development um, tons of work from a very large team within Polaris, a, a very strong uh, engineering and product development team. And and that's one of the reasons it's so exciting to be able to share it with folks now Did you hear this Christmas in July
0: time. <laughs> Did you hear Matt just slide out there with the new exciting <laughs> yeah. news? Yeah. Ooh. He couldn't Ooh. wait. He couldn't yeah. wait. Yes. Yeah. So guys, there is a all new midsize Ranger that is now out.
1: Well, let's dive right into it. Let's talk about what this bad boy is. I mean, I'm dying to know.
2: Well, awesome. Yeah. So the machine, there's an all new midsize Ranger out, Modier 22. Uh, It's been seven years since our our last midsize Ranger news update. So long time in the works and uh, the market's definitely ready for something like this. It's called the all new Ranger SP570. And really what this product enables our customers to do, is get more done and have more fun without making any trade-offs between. You know, customers that we're going after here, they lead very busy lifestyles and they don't have time, if they're looking for a, a side-by-side like this, they don't have time for a machine that just does one of those two things well, like if it just works well, but it doesn't, doesn't go trail riding well. Or conversely, if it's a really good trail machine, but when it's time to get the landscaping project done, it falls short. Right? Customers that we're going after here who, who don't use these machines and these products for their day-to-day um, livelihood, they're really lifestyle enhancers to help with those projects or outdoor uh, exploration, that kind of thing. And so there was, there was a, a major uh, need in the marketplace for something like that. And we've, we've come um, with the Ranger SP570 and we've nailed that need. It's great for work it's fun to ride, and it's the perfect fit.
0: Okay, can I? where can I get one right now?
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's I'm, sold. I'm
0: sitting inside going like I should be outside right now. <laughs> Break it down for me, Matt, a little bit. When you say all new, I mean, you guys really, that's changes from the ground up. Is that correct?
2: It, yeah. For the most part, this machine is new with the exception of a couple of key things that Frankly, we're awesome on the on the current product, on the mar- product we have in market today. And we wanted to continue um, keeping that goodness in the machine and the recipe with this all new Ranger SP570. But totally redesigned exterior, totally redesigned interior, uh, things like all new bodywork, uh, all new seats and seating position, totally new cool. interior dash, all new cargo box. Uh, this cargo box is one of the best features of this new machine, it's the largest and easiest to use cargo box in its class. Forty uh, percent larger than our competitors, so just just huge. You think about hauling rocks and and mulch and even just picking up sticks in the yard, stuff like that, where that adds a ton of value for our consumers.
1: Well, and that's, I mean, one of the main features of a Ranger. I mean, a lot of times it's being used for utility, um, so that's obviously you know key.
2: What was it is kind key. of
1: what was what are? Can you go through some of the other specifics? I know you said it's forty percent bigger than your competitors, but what other things are changed from the last version?
2: It, yeah, so we've got um, this. This cargo box has a lot of newness to it. So it's it's not only larger, but it has more integrated tie down points, um, cargo box dividers. So you know, kind of like a, a truck would have, and our other full size Rangers have too, where you can put a board to divide the cargo box just exactly how you need for what you're carrying. Uh, It also comes with a single latch tailgate now, just like a truck. So it's super easy to drop the tailgate, whether you just wanna jump up on there, sit and relax for a minute, or if you're ready to dump a box full of mulch, um, there's a couple of big, you know, uh, sort of ease of use updates there. And then we still have uh, a single lever to release that dump box and engage, um, engage that gas assist tilt. So it's really easy to dump even with a full load. And that's something that, you know, sounds maybe pretty straightforward, right? But a lot of our competitors don't do, um, they just don't do a great job with that for our customers. And and we felt that was very important.
0: And Matt, one of the big things I I think you guys have seen and and we've talked about a little bit is just this uh, shift in, uh, you know, the consumers and what they want from you guys and what they're sort of after and you guys uh, trying to create a machine that really fits a need.
2: That's absolutely correct. You know, one of the, one of the biggest needs that we've uncovered from consumers in this segment is, has everything to do with work and play versatility. And, um, a lot of the market, a lot of the products in market today, they might do one of those things well, but not both. So we knew uh, we, we had a really strong recipe to start from, uh, with our in-market product today, which is currently class leading today. And we built out from there with with some really good work features like the cargo box um, but also things like um, available full coverage skid plate more ground clearance um, and we've really just gone after that need in a big way that we think is ownable for us uh, with ranger but also is is unique and differentiated from our competitors
0: in this uh in this new pandemic world that we we live in it it feels like everyone's getting outside or has been for the last year or so. Are you guys seeing the same things where it's just like you're seeing sort of uh, new customers entering the side-by-side market right now?
2: That's absolutely correct. Uh, And I I think Chris can probably speak to this one as well. We've seen a tremendous amount of new consumers enter into the market. uh, And that's because like many industries, ours as well, consumers were forced to be home and find ways to uh, really enhance their lifestyle at home. And and as a result, we saw macroeconomically folks moving um, out of the city. We saw reverse urbanization, folks looking to have more space to get outside. Um, And one of the best ways to enhance a property that you own is with a utility side-by-side like a ranger.
0: I know that like when I was in, and Alexa spends a lot of time on on the water, I don't spend nearly as much. But last year, I bought a boat for the first time. And I know as a first time boat buyer, I needed to have a boat that kind of fit my skill level in some ways, right? I wasn't going to buy, I could probably handle a dinghy, (laughs) but (laughs) I couldn't handle a yacht sort of thing. You know what I mean? So I found a fishing boat sort of in between. And I imagine something like a midsize ranger would fit that bill for a lot of people entering the market for the first time.
2: It does, it's a very attractive entry point because you think about a customer who's maybe writing their first check for a side-by-side, it's not a small amount of money, right? You can spend as low as you know eight or $9,000 for, for some products. Our products start closer to the $10,000 mark, which is a big number to commit to, uh, but it's also relative to the full scale of side-by-side <laughs> machines, <laughs> not that, you know, it's, it's not that expensive. We, you can go out and spend uh, upwards of $20,000, $30,000 on a machine pretty easily in this segment or in what this do category, you, I should what say. What do you
1: think um, for those new buyers or, or existing customers, what is going to be kind of their favorite feature of this new midsize Ranger?
2: Yeah, I think uh, that's a great question. And the first thing that you're going to notice when you see this thing online is, wow, that's a really attractive, that's a really attractive product. And I think in that way, just the new styling that it comes with really makes it feel like part of the Ranger family. Whereas you know some some products that are kind of on the entry portion of the product line can feel like lesser. This one de- definitely doesn't. It just feels uh, like it's part of the family, which is really exciting for us. Also, um, as consumers might have the chance to um, experience one in a dealer showroom or once they bring it home, they're going to, there's a few things they're just going to love about it. One is the new seating. It's very comfortable. We have all new seats in a new seating position. Another is the storage you know, storage is kind of uh, is something that can be overlooked p- pretty quickly, but we have a ton, you know, in some cases four times more onboard in cockpit pit storage, than our competitors. And that's because customers like to bring their stuff with them, right? Here's an example. What does everyone have with them when they're in a side-by-side? The answer is a cell phone. Yep. Well, there was no great place to put a cell phone in our in-market product. So we specifically designed a cell phone holder to make sure that it was secure, you knew where it was, and it wasn't gonna fly out of the vehicle if you got into some rough trail riding out there.
1: Well, and I think that's the thing. It's like something as simple as that, obviously this is a very sophisticated machine, but something as simple as a cell phone, like a very convenient cell phone holder is, a, it makes such a big difference in convenience and and just in your whole experience, for sure. It's kind of interesting how those those small things can make a big difference. But from what you kind of said, you know, it's like, you eat with your eyes first. So what you're, you're kind of telling me is this machine looks amazing. So people are going to be attracted to it because you've redesigned the outside. And then once they get into this thing, they're going to love it from the inside out as well.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. Once you get to experience it, whether it's in a dealer uh, showroom or at home, you'll start to realize the value very quickly, it just not only in, in terms of the comfort, uh, but the overall ease of use. It, it's so easy to use with that new dump box, all the storage, the drive system. You, you can put it into one wheel, two wheel or four wheel drive very easily. It's got a gas and a brake pedal, just like a car and a steering wheel. So anyone with a driver's license um, could basically jump into this and know how to operate it. And, and that's really appealing for folks who may not have a lot of experience with these types of products before.
0: So speaking of driving it, when do we get to drive it?
2: that's
0: great a great question should we plan a trip jared yeah i think so yeah we're in the process of that which might be <laughs> like one of our upcoming podcasts for sure is talking about the new season but uh for for people who are you know sort of interested and they're like man i want to check this thing out um from launch to sort of sitting in it for the consumer what's the time frame of stuff like that
2: yeah absolutely a good question and Right now, um, as you heard, this thing is now public. We, we launched it on July 29th. Um, so we're very excited about that launch. And, and I assume by the time that this podcast is released, there'll be a lot of good energy and buzz about it. It, it, uh, it will ship into dealers at the end of August. And so uh, if you're a customer who's interested in, in taking a look at one of these vehicles, you can go to your dealer. Uh, I mean, certainly go to the website first and, and check it out. But if you want to go and sit in it, um, play with a dump box, that kind of thing, you should be able to find one at your dealer uh, sometime in the September time frame.
0: I have a feeling that we might see some of these new midsize Rangers on some of our shoots this fall. Yeah, that's kind of, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> right? I
1: mean, it's, the Ranger isn't along for the ride super often, but it sounds like this one would fit right in. Right. We've got stuff to haul. We got, we We've, have fun things. Yeah, we got, we can, you know, cell phones. I need a cell phone holder. <laughs> We're out there.
0: (laughs) I know that we, it doesn't always show up on camera for sure, but the Ranger is a vehicle that we use often on our shoots because we have the camera gear, the tripods, the drones, the rain gear, the backpacks, everything like that. They're like, hey, when you want what machine do you want? I'm like, can we get a ranger? Because it just literally carries everything that we need. So I I think I sometimes have more experience driving a ranger than I do a the Razor because of just the use of what we need it for.
1: Totally. And it's I mean it goes to show, you know, sometimes the photographers will drive or someone else will be driving them, but they keep up with us on these rides. Like we're, you know, we're riding razors most of the time and then this, you know, the Rangers Back there as well, but it's keeping up. I
0: did a shoot in uh Utah last in the what spring? And it was some gnarly rock sections that we were going through and I was riding the Ranger. Yeah, yes, sure. I was riding I the Ranger that. and there were a lot of razors on that ride, and I was driving the Ranger and and in some cases I did a little better than them. Probably driver.
2: There you go. There you go. The right. right? i'm gonna say yeah.
0: all driver experience
1: i knew that was coming
0: totally totally i, f- I feel like we, we've we left chris out a little bit but we haven't we've been saving him you know what i mean <laughs> because um you know there's not just mid-size ranger news there's full-size ranger news and and chris uh why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on on the full-size thing not a new machines but lots of new updates
3: yeah, not new machines this year, but but definitely still a lot to talk about. Uh, you know, it's funny you guys talking about using Rangers as as support vehicles on your video shoots and stuff like that. We do the exact same thing on our Polaris ORV shoots. Our video crews have dedicated Rangers that they all use and love. Um, they totally fill them up with gear too. And they're really, they're a great team to go in and ask questions about because the types of terrain that they put those vehicles through on some of those shoots is really demanding, so they often have some good product feedback for us, um, and they use the vehicles a ton. But, uh, you know, as Matt really is in charge of our our mid-size business within Ranger, um, I focus more on our full-size products, so the XP-1000 and the Ranger 1000. um, We don't have new models for this year, but we've got a lot of new changes. Um, Really what we're focused on within our full-size lineup is um, improving already the best UTVs in the market, so what we've done over last year and then again at our model year 22 is to really take a process where we go out and talk to our consumers, we talk to our dealers, the people that own these products, um, and we ask them a lot of questions about things that they like about the Rangers, dislike them, you know, how they're using them, uh, but also if they've got any new problems that we can fix for them, uh, improvements that we can make, and things like that. So this year in model year 22, we've, we've been focused on making a whole host of really small improvements, but also some big improvements like all new seats and all the Ranger XP 1000s. We've got new seats um, with more premium materials, better padding, and also some bolstering um, for a little bit better control while you're trail riding. Um, we have also redesigned our air conditioning system for this year in our North Star vehicles. So they're going to get even colder uh, in the summer and the sun especially while they're sitting just idling going to get a lot colder with the air conditioning system. Um, we've also done all new tires on our Ranger XP 1000 models. So we've upgraded to pro armor tires. Um, they're a new pro armor X terrain tire that are eight ply. So they're more durable. Um, they also look really awesome on the vehicles. So a lot of fun stuff on, on the Ranger XP 1000 for this year. Um, and excited uh, for you guys get to try those ones out as well.
1: It sounds like a lot of the changes are, you know, kind of making it more rugged, I guess, and more um, able to go on those like off-roading adventures while still, obviously, focusing on the utility. Uh, is that kind of true?
3: I think to some extent, um, a lot of what we've learned over the years on this Ranger XP 1000 platform is that the vehicle is extremely capable and, and durable and rugged, um, but we've had some. Imp- opportunities to improve things like uh, little noises and squeaks and things like that. Um, and so I wouldn't say that we're necessarily making the vehicle tougher because um, we have to, um, but we're making it more refined. So we've been working on making the in-cab experience quieter, eliminating any sorts of squeaks or rattles or anything like that that the customer could hear. Um, but then also focusing on on that overall interior comfort level. Um, so. You know, that's where the air conditioning, new seats, and a bunch of small little quality tweaks uh, can add up together to make an in-cab experience that feels a lot better. Comfortable ride. We're, yeah,
0: we're going to use that AC, I'm just thinking I about. know. Only because, like, tomorrow here in Minnesota, it's like 97, <laughs> yeah, 99 degrees or something like that. Thing. And I was just like, can we just, can I just, I mean, I don't live far from the office. Maybe I could just take a Dang it! I wish they had, you could on-road it here in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've actually, I've got a, I've got a model Year 22 lined up for this weekend as well. I, I think I might be one of the first people ever to get to take one out and uh, do some trail riding in it. So where are we headed, I will be using the AC as well. Yeah, <laughs> at, no doubt. Where are you headed? You guys will have to come up to Brainerd and, and meet me. Okay.
1: Hey, not right. a bad idea. Do
3: they have lakes in
2: Brainerd? <laughs> okay,
0: <right. laughs> yeah, I think I could make that work. <laughs> you can make that work. You can make that work. It's fine. We are- drive
2: on them in the winter though.
0: Key. That's a key. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, no doubt. Until
1: the amphibious we ranger actually, comes out. We
0: have a shoot uh, that we're going to schedule for Northern Minnesota Iron Range later this fall. And uh, that would be a good place to uh, either break out the new machine or, or the updated machines for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt.
3: I had, a, I had a ranger trail boss up on the Iron Range this winter, and I was using the other side of the um, – the uh, air conditioning and heating system. We went up there while it was snowing and there was still ice on the roads and stuff, but we had the full cab and the heater. So we put the defroster on the windshield and, and had the whole ride park to ourselves. Very cool riding area. You guys will have bet. some
0: fun. I net, this'll be our first trip up there. Are you talking about the Masaba area then that park up there?
3: Yeah, we rode up in, in the Gilbert ride park, yes. um, but it's, awesome the mud up there is orange from the iron ore content so if oh, you wow. hit a mud puddle you get orange splashes on your windshield and uh can be a pretty time-consuming endeavor getting your vehicle cleaned afterwards but uh, <laughs> yeah. we thought it was worth it
0: cool yeah yeah, yeah. unique you, experience those shoes you'll want to toss after rides up there for sure they just stain everything it's tough on the ride yes right. you know uh Matt we were, i was gonna say Matt we were inside the color.
3: north star trail oh sorry about that go ahead chris we were inside of a Northstar Trail Boss, so we were pretty clean and warm all day. I don't think anybody's boots really got dirty.
1: There you go. There you go. Enclosed cap. boots. There you go. The
0: As, uh, Matt was mentioning color and look of some of the machines. Are, is, is Chris, some of the machines have a new, any new color schemes this year?
3: Yeah, we try to mix it up every year. Um, so across the XP-1000 and the Ranger-1000 lineup, um, we've got mostly new colors, some of them are, are sort of the crowd favorites from years past with some updated graphics and, and accent colors, um, but we do have all new colors, and we've also created a, uh, a new specific colorway and badge um, and accent color for the Trail Boss. So Trail Bosses this year are going to come in gro- ghost gray with orange accents on the springs and on the seats and the steering wheel, um, and they've also got blacked out wheels, so they look pretty awesome this year. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Are you guys excited? I mean, uh, the, you know, I, like we talked about at the beginning, you guys work on these for a number of years and it's conversation that you have all the time. And by the time you get to, you're like, here, fine, take it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I mean, totally. I, yeah, you know, I um, and typically we're at a, 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 at a Polaris dealer show somewhere in the country and you get in front of the dealers. And, and this year it's a little different by doing things virtually or seminars or what have you. But uh, are, are you guys excited about the, the, I mean, maybe that's a silly question because you should be, but uh, it's not every day you get to launch new machines, I guess.
2: No, it's not. And it's really one of the privileges of the job, Jared, to be honest with you. I mean, we start these new products from sketches on paper, they go into clay, and then they go through several design development and testing iterations over the course of that long period of time where you know, we're constantly um, trying to refine it and make it better for the customer. And then as you get here into the home stretch, we really hone um, our marketing strategies in terms of what we're gonna say about it in the marketplace, how we're gonna price it and, and finalizing those details. Um, and it's all kind of building up until this big moment, which happens here um, for us in a couple of days where you get to share it with the world. And, and that is very exciting. Um, and then we'll go out for the rest of the year and, and we'll be out at um, different trade shows, uh, different events with units, uh, talking to people and, and sharing it and getting it out there. So that that is certainly very exciting.
3: I totally agree with Matt. I think for me, I get really excited, I think, a few months ahead of our consumers whenever we're going to launch a new product because that's when we get to ride it while it's still secret and get to really experience it for the first time. That's I think, the the best part of the job working at Polaris. But there's also another point when our customers get the products for the first time and we get to talk to them and hear what they like about them, you know, how we can continue to make them better in the next year. And that's really exciting as well.
1: Yeah, I hate to even like get ahead of ourselves here because we're talking about this launch that just happened, but we can't say exactly what it is, but there will be even more exciting news coming soon. Correct? In the Ranger world?
2: Well, certainly. And, and there's actually one more detail about the new midsize Ranger that I left out. And I did that on purpose because I was saving the best for last. <laughs> All right. Chris, as he was talking about his Star, we're going to be bringing North Star to the midsize segment for the first time ever with this new Ranger SP570. And we will have not only uh, two uncab models, but we will also have a fully cab, heated model, uh, a North Star Edition in midsize. No one else in the class of vehicles has something like this today. And it's really gonna allow customers to extend the use of their vehicles year round. You know, We sell a lot of midsize product to hunters um, who obviously hunt in very cold climates. And we found a lot of those hunters today are doing accessories, uh, using accessories to, to build up Cabs and, and put heaters on, and that was an, another unmet need uh, f- that we discovered, and, and we're really excited to launch Northstar and and continue that um, that brand promise of hardest working, smoothest riding in that way.
0: I haven't been in anybody's vehicle that had cardboard doors yet, but I can imagine what you guys come across <laughs> right. when it comes to keeping a vehicle warm in the winter time.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, no, no doubt. People yeah. will go do some interesting things that we don't always approve of, but we do. <laughs> We do follow that pretty closely to, to, to monitor and That's see awesome. where we can help out. I, I can out.
0: say from experience... Uh, being on some chutes in the mountains where the weather turned colder than you anticipated for that day. And there was one vehicle on the ride that had a North Star edition and <laughs> uh, all of a sudden 10 people are crammed into <laughs> one Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> or we're
0: taking turns or gloves are on the heaters or whatever the case may be. Cause yes. you're just like, thank you so much yes. for bringing this vehicle on the ride today. I have a question totally. for you guys that I know you can't answer, but when you talk about testing the vehicles and top secret locations. Where is that exactly?
2: Good question. The North pole. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. Is that?
3: No, I know. I I think we're just going to not answer the question. It's top secret. (laughs) Right. Right. I
2: I can, I can tell you one, I can give you a, an answer that's low hanging fruit. So obviously the birth birthplace of Polaris is Roseau, Minnesota, which is basically on the Canadian border as a result of that, Geographic location. It gets very, very cold there, which uh, we use to our advantage with these North Star products to make sure that they're they're starting, uh, they're they're heating and they're operating in those extreme below zero cold environments. Uh, so we do that is one location we do a good amount of testing and, and we use that climate to our advantage.
1: Makes sense. That's where it all started. Started for a reason and yeah.
0: Good to know, boys. Good to know boys. Well, Guys, thanks so much for joining us today and letting us sort of in on your Christmas party,
1: I guess. <laughs> are like you Santa's elves. Know, we didn't
0: bring any you, cookies. You know, what
1: they do test them at the North
0: Pole. They do. Like elves. <laughs> Polaris elves. Nice. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So we appreciate it, guys. And it's awesome. And like I said at the beginning, uh, always my favorite time of year besides planning the new shoots is hearing about the new product and then for us to be able to be lucky enough to go out there and ride those machines uh, in the very near future.
2: Well, thanks for having us. It was totally my pleasure to share this with you uh, as we talked about. And I I really enjoyed our conversation today. So thank you for having me.
3: I totally agree with Matt guys. Thank you.
1: Awesome guys. We'll be sure to stay tuned. We have way more exciting um, information coming up on the next episode, similar to this.
0: More product news. More
1: product news. More
0: product news from the ATV in general side. We couldn't jam it all into one show. So yeah, the it. next episode will be discussing what's going on uh, in their world.
1: Christmas lives on. We'll catch you next episode.